0: Radio Zoom, episode 85, April 15th, 2006.
1: Information about artists played on this episode can be found in the show notes at radiozoom.net. From Vancouver, British Columbia, this is the Radio Zoom Podcast.
0: It's the middle of the month of April, 2006. And that means it's time for a six-song, Donut Spectacular, right here on the Radio Zoom podcast. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee from Tim Hortons, and check out the goodness that I'm about to send your way. This is where I'm going to play you about six songs, back to back to back to back to back to back, if I got that all right. And we'll cut down on the chit-chat, except for, well, talking about the artists that I'll be playing. Now, if you want the links to all the bands I'm going to be playing in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at RadioZoom.net. You can also find out different ways to contact me there as well. The sixth song Donut Spectacular features artists this edition from Asian Man Records. It's a very small label out of Southern California, commonly associated with the indie rock scene. There's a little more to it than that. And to tell you more about the label, this is the information that they post on their website. Asian Man Records is run out of my parents' garage in Northern California. I have one full-time employee, Skyler, and my mom helps out by picking up the mail at the post office. I began putting out records in 1991 and officially started Asian Man in May of 1996. Asian Man is a very small label. I think some of the general public have the wrong idea and believe we're a huge record company with tons of employees, but we've only got one phone line with no call waiting, a fax machine, and just recently purchased a second computer. Depending on how you look at things, this is either a good thing or a bad thing. For me, it's the only thing, and in other words, I like being a little label. This is how the label will remain. I do this for the love of music, not for capital's gain or status recognition. I only work with bands that are anti-racist, anti-sexist, anti-prejudiced, and who support the ideas of peace and unity. We encourage you to mail order directly from us. It's the only true form of DIY distribution. That means do-it-yourself. But if you do choose to buy from a store, please support the punk rock mom-and-pop instead of the super-mega-chain store. It's very important to me to keep these prices low. Music is meant to be affordable. How can you justify charging $18.99 for a CD? It makes me sick. Anyways, I hope you can grasp what this label is all about. Thanks for your interest in Asian Man Records. So, with that, all six of these selections for today are coming from Asian Man Records. Some of the bands that are on the label, some of the bands that are no longer on the label, some of these bands no longer exist, but I'll do my best to tell you a little bit more about them as we go through the slight slice of the catalog that is Asian Man Records. So check this out. We'll kick this right off with this band right here. Screeching Weasel. I'll tell you more about them in just a moment. This is Radio Zoom. See, how
2: is there something to say to you? We're gonna make
0: Screeching Weasel with the song Veronica Hates Me, and that comes off of their album My Brain Hurts. You can find out more about them at ScreechingWeasel.com, but you won't really find too much because Screeching Weasel no longer exists. However, Screeching Weasel is more around than you probably even know. They're a very, very influential punk rock band. And to tell you a little bit more about them, let me read you this. Screeching Weasel was a punk rock band from Chicago, Illinois. They formed in 1986, fronted by later Maxim rock and roll columnist Ben Weasel, born Ben Foster, and John Jughead, born John Pearson. The band proceeded to go through many lineup changes prior to their 2003 breakup. Members have included renowned punk rock rec- uh, record producer Mass Giriot. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess that up. Giro- Girozoni- Girozini, I'm sorry, on bass guitar, Dan Panic, born Dan Sullivan, on drums, and Danny Vapid born Dan Schaefer, currently in the methadones on guitar or bass depending on what the band's necessity was their lyrics reflected Weasel's anti-everything apolitical orientation set to the music that was melodic and derivative of the Ramones girls and paranoia were common subjects uh, for songs as well many centered on his relationships with his then girlfriend Poridia I want to say that I'm saying that right Their music has transformed the traditional punk when they began to their long-standing distinctive punk pop sound and later to the more fast and melodic type of punk. Through his writings in Maxim Rock and Roll and fanzines and in his lyrics, Ben Weasel established himself as one of the most pungent internal critics of the punk scene. And In the 1999 song (laughs) Tightrope, for instance, Ben launched a rather pointed attack on the glorification of violence and chauvinism by what he termed tough guy so called working class or street punk bands. The pack of badgers line in the song was later referred to briefly in the liner notes to the Rancid's two thousand three album Indestructible. Members of Screeching Weasel went on to form such bands as The Methadones, The Riverdales, The Mopes, even in the Blackouts, I'm sorry, even in Blackouts, and Sweet Black and Blue. Screeching Weasel has also included members of Green Day, Sludgeworth, Common Rider, Squirt Gun, and Teen Idols. And additionally, Ben Weasel released a solo record in 2002. Screeching Weasel officially broke up for roughly the third time, and allegedly final time, on July 6, 2001. So you can see Screeching Weasel has quite the history, influencing many, many punk bands, much to people's delight, and to many uh, parents' dislikes, or something like that. So we'll keep on rolling here in through the uh, Asian Man Records library that I have, and we'll go right into another very influential group, very big group in the Ska history of things. Yes, Ska. It's still out there. It still exists. And if it wasn't for these guys, we wouldn't have experienced Ska in the 90s like we did. Let's Go Bowling is the name of the band. And the song is called Oatmeal for Xmas. So check this out the sixth song, Donut Spectacular, right here on Radio Zoom. Let's Go Bowling with the song Oatmeal for Xmas, and that obviously comes off of a live cut, but you can find that song also on the album Freeway Lanes, and you can check them out, letsgobowling.com. They are still in existence and still touring around and still doing live shows, so if you want to check that out, you can find out more information there. To give you more information, though, Let's Go Bowling is a third-wave ska band now third wave, meaning that there was a first and a second. And they were a band hailing from the greater San Joaquin Valley. Since the band's uh, inception in 1986, the band's traditional ska-style barbershop harmonies, wisely crafted instruments, and its frantic live performances helped set the standard for dress and culture for West Coast ska, which in turn set the groundwork for the third wave movement in 1999. Let's Go Bowling has shared the stage with many diverse musical acts, including Fishbone, No Doubt, Pearl Jam, Moe, Blues Traveler, David Byrne, The Scot- uh, the lights Reverend Horton Heat, Young Dubliners, Shaggy, Steel Pulse, The Violent Femmes, and Busta Rhymes. Now, if I don't... It, 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 that's a very, very wide array of uh, different genres in terms of the bands that they have uh, performed with, but if it wasn't essentially for Let's Go Bowling and this would come to once again your own matter of taste and discretion, but we wouldn't have had uh, different groups like uh, uh, the. <laughs> now I'm drawing a, a complete and total blank on different uh, different bands, but you had the skank, you had skank and Pip, uh, pickle, um, and you also had uh, you know the no doubt, which spawned different b- other bands, um, especially like uh, Zebrahead, head, uh, which is actually kind of an upper northwest. United States, I guess, uh, type of band. And you also had uh, Real Big Fish. That was the band I'm trying to think of. So it was a really instrumental band that uh, really brought ska back to the forefront And uh, in the 90s, which, unfortunately, I enjoyed ska, and I'm going to say it, unfortunately, it has left the limelight and turned into more of an underground thing once again. But the way things go, you... you that things kind of go around in circles. And I bet you sometime in the next hmm, years or twos, they'll be back. Moving on to the next selection for the sixth song, Donut Spectacular. On to number three. I love this song. And it is so, so me. <laughs> They're called Duval. The song's called Standing at the Door. Radio Zoom.
3: What did you say? I can't hear anything with these headphones on. I like to play my music just as loud as it goes It empties my mind and helps me with my time It distracts me from the sound in my heart At the
2: door. What did you say? I just
3: can't concentrate with the TV on. I like to sit real close to the screen. If you know what I. Friends to me they distract me from the sound in my heart. Can you make that sound go away? It keeps knock-knock knocking all day. I think there's somebody there standing at the door. <laughs> I'm not sure what they want, but they want something
2: Well, whatever it is, I don't even want to know the door
0: to me every once in a while there comes this band that's not necessarily in the limelight or greatly popular but they seem to be very prominent in kind of the indie rock circle Almost, I would go as far as to say underground, and I would classify Duvall in that group. That song was called Standing at the Door, album, volume, and density. You can find out more about them, duvallmusic.com. Duvall formed in August of 2001, including members of uh, the Smoking Popes, who had disbanded in 1998. Founding members were Josh Josh Cartier, uh, Tom Daly, and Mike and this is good. this is a nut's last name. Falumi. No, Falum Lee. Mike Falum Lee. Okay. They recorded the first demos that same month. These songs were recorded at the first session, Standing at the Door, Time is Gone, Falling into You, Jesus Never Leaves Me. After being imp- now this is a piece of information that I've researched and I don't necessarily know if this is true. But after being implicated in a ritual murder, Mike left the band and was replaced by John Sewell, or Sewell. That's a heck of a way to be forced to leave a band. At their first show on October nineteenth, two 2001, Eli Cartier of the Smoking Popes joined, joined the band as a guest and later joined as a permanent member. During 2002, the band opened for Dashboard Confessional on tour. Dashboard Confessional might be a band that you recognize. The band released the full-length Volume and Density on November 18, 2003 on Asian Man Records, and their, the track list included two of the original four demos, along with ten other songs. In the summer of 2005, Eli left the band. In January 2006, Josh posted, posted on the band website that Duval was taking a break while the newly reunited, uh, reunited Smoking Popes toured, and that they would tour in the summer. So there's some more information about Duval, and uh, very much takes me back to uh, my days at at uh, College Radio. Um, song that was, I think, played into the ground, in fact, but that's okay. It was a good tune, and I really enjoyed hearing it again, especially discovering uh, more about those guys, because I've always known about the song, and I've en- always enjoyed that song, especially the little, you know, cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, I like that. So we'll move on to the number four selection for today, sticking with the Asian Man Records theme. This artist, which, when doing my research for this episode, for this six song, Donut Spectacular, I was very impressed to find out about these guys. And it's actually quite hard to find out very much about them, except the little pieces that I did were very, very interesting. They're called Slapstick. <laughs> The song is called There's a Metal Head in the Parking Lot. Check this out. It's pretty good. Radio. Really Slapstick with the song There's a Metalhead in the Parking Lot comes off of their self-titled album Slapstick. And the website, well, they don't really exist anymore, so I really can't give you a website. I wish I could. I wish I could tell you uh, a little bit more about them other than the uh, reviews that I've found about that specific album. And it kind of tells a little bit more about uh, what Slapstick was, is... And, uh, well, as we kind of go further, we'll learn a little bit more. But, hailing from Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Did I say just say Chicago? Chicago. <laughs> hailing from Chicago, Illinois. They're perhaps the greatest ska punk band that has ever been or ever will be. The vocal combo of Brendan Kelly's rasp and Dan Andriano's smooth backups, coupled with the blaring horns over mean guitar riffs, has never been done by any other band the way Slapstick does it. Simply... Awesome, And then this other review... Obviously by Slapstick Fans... The best ska-punk band Chicago has ever seen... That could possibly be for the world, too. I think this band was incredible... And the members formed other great bands... Like Lawrence Arms, The Honor System... And Alkaline Trio. If you're a ska-punk fan... This deserves to be in your CD collection. If you've never heard this band and are willing to give them a try, pick this up. It's 25 songs of pure magic. Every single song here is fantastic. I can never get sick of this album. Great songwriting, horns, and guitars. If you like Ska, you must get this album. Now, these are obviously reviews made by Ska fans, fans of slapstick, punk fans, things like that. So... You can take that for what it's worth, but it does tell you a little bit more about Slapstick. And there's a lot to be said about, well, there's West Coast ska and West Coast punk, but there's a lot to be said in terms of what came out of Chicago in terms of this movement. It's very, very interesting. Now, all of this brings us to the band known as The Broadways. And this is a band that was resulted from Slapstick's breakup and also... Uh, Of course, they are on the Asian Man Records label. So, with that, we move into selection number five, The Broadways, with the song 15 Minutes, right here on Radio Zoom.
1: All on the streets, the signs read Cheaper, better technology This capitalist division is my nightmare Put up a sign in my face What the fuck happened on this place? I think we made a wrong turn Look at the road with Todd 15 minutes of my life just rolled away Looked at the guy next to me Didn't look too happy No one's happy But everyone's too busy to see No shopping today Drive on fancy cars To the fancy malls And for lunch we'll have Big Macs I wish I could turn the clock back Back to when I was 10 When I wasn't scared of everything And everything Wasn't so fucking crowded When I drive shopping malls and I wonder just this crazy world fix out the one who's crazy alright yeah, what if I'm the one who's crazy what if I'm the one who's crazy Whatever I'm the one who's crazy Whatever I'm the one who's crazy I'm not crazy, just frustrated.
0: Broadway is from Chicago, Illinois. That came off uh, their album... Let me look here. 15 I'm sorry, that song was called 15 Minutes. That came off their album Broken Star. Now, the website... Once again, you can't find the website because, well, they don't exist anymore. They were a short-lived pop, uh, pop-punk band from Chicago, Illinois, of course, and the group formed in 1996 after the dis- uh, dissolution of... Uh, the influential ska-punk band Slapstick, still getting my show notes in order here, with their vocalist Brendan Kelly and trumpet player Dan Hannaway combining with Rob DiPola and Tricky Dick guitarist Chris McCullough, McCulloughan, I'm sorry, musically, the Broadway's frequently drew comparison to Crimpshine and Jawbreaker, and they were noted for their political, social, and introspective nature of their lyrics. The band broke up in 1998, with Kelly stating the cause mainly having to do with, quote, all of us growing out of where we were in our lives when we'd started the band, unquote. After the breakup, Kelly and, um, <laughs> after the breakup, Kelly and McCann- McCullen, I'm having problems with that name, formed the Lawrence Arms while Hannaway and DiPola started the Honor System. A collection of unreleased material and songs collected from their EPs was released in 2000. As broken van, so that shows or that tells you a little bit more about who the broadways were, and another one of those influential kind of ska punk bands, which um, as you as noted earlier, we also saw the alkaline trio come out of that uh, that uh, kind of. I don't know, family tree of things. It's kind of Seattle-like, wouldn't you say? Kind of about how Seattle was in the 90s, how all these different people went from one band to another, and suddenly there's this whole grunge Seattle sound movement. There was something going on in Chicago that not a lot of people were paying attention to because it just, you know, it was a different scene, and it wasn't in the mainstream as much as grunge and whatever it was in the 90s. Well, there was something going on in the ska world. uh, In Chicagoland in the surrounding communities and things like that. So, hopefully you can kind of understand what I'm trying to say. So, for our final and last selection, number six, numeral seis, we're going to be looking at the artist Bagheera. I'm thinking I'm saying that right. And the song is called Long Division. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about them here in just a little bit, but enjoy this. Sixth song. Donut Spectacular right here on Radio Zoom. That's just a great song. Bahira, Bagira Baghira, B-A-G-H-E-E-R-A. That's the name of the band. Bahiramusic.com, I'm going to say Bahira, is their website. The song is called Long Division. The album, Twelves. And this comes off their website. In the early anti-meridium hours, as a means to expand time and appease their ghosts, Heather DeLappi... Uh, and Theodore mole, I really hope i didn 't slaughter her name, began writing and recording songs together after acquiring one four track tape machine. They began to create lush and subtle headphone soundscapes for their own amusement, starting with acoustic guitars and their voices. They added onto this foundation with live brashy drums, fuzz tones, thrift store keyboards, and disjointed orchestrations in a year. Or, I'm sorry, in the year 2003, they recorded their debut album Twelves at Hyperspace Studios with Mr. Lance J. Reynolds at the helm. If that's their debut album, it is an amazing first cut that I have ever heard, and I do need to find out more about this band. That is for absolute sure. And once again, they are also on the Asian Man record label. So that brings us to a conclusion for this six-song Donut Spectacular. Obviously, a themed six-song Spectacular. Taking a look at different artists I was able to locate off of the Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. And they were all on there, courtesy of the Asian Man record label. Giving you a little slice as to what the label is about, but then also exposing you to new music in case you've never heard of these bands before old and new I also have to say thanks to uh, to the Reverend Don Dealey for making the recommendations for today's episode he doesn't know that the recommendations that he gave me were uh, intended for this six song Donut Spectacular he just uh, suggested the music I put them into the Spectacular and so here we are and I really hope that you enjoyed this edition of The Sixth Song. Go ahead and send me feedback. Recommendations, things you don't like. Any ideas that you have for The Sixth Song, Donut Spectacular, RadioZoom at gmail.com. And we can kind of build this together. And as I said before, this is something that I'll try to do at the in the in uh, kind of around the 15th of every month. Try to put together six songs for you, inform you about the artist, inform you about the music, and expose you to new music from around the world. Because this is where I started. This is where my roots go in radio. This is what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a DJ on the radio, but then I discovered more about the radio industry that actually turned me off to being one of those disc jockeys on the radio. It's just not as fun as what this is because I actually get to pick what we get to play and it's music that I like, that I enjoy, and that I hope that you're going to like too. So, we'll check you later. Adios.